Welcome to another episode of A Mission Focused Life. My name is Tanner Payton. I'm the pastor of Word of Life Church in Rock Island. With me is Tim Olofsson, the executive director of Another Child Foundation and the Mission Network. Well, today we are going to talk about the importance of kids going to church camp. Now, as we get started, I want to give you an opportunity to answer a question on our comment section. If you would, let us know what was your best camp experience. Tim? Can you think, did you get to go to kids camp growing up, church camp? I did one year. Okay. And I cannot recall it. Hardly. You can't. I so it was amazing. It was amazing. I probably got in trouble and I probably have put it out of my memory. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I went to camp two times. The first time I almost died. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not making this up. So I, uh, I was at this camp and it was in the middle of nowhere in Southern Missouri. And it was a very rustic camp experience. I, I think that there was electricity, but that was pretty much the nicest thing they had going for them. <laughs> and uh, I was playing tag with a group of kids and they had these old oak church pews um, on top of this concrete structure for about, so about three feet off the ground. And I thought it was a good idea to jump on the back side of it so they couldn't tag me. Well, I rocked it a little too hard and this church pew fell off of this three foot structure and landed on my back on the ground. It took about five counselors to lift it off of me. This church pew weighed between four and 500 pounds and I was not able to walk correctly for about a week. I was sent to the doctor. I mean, there was, there was some issues afterwards that, that bothered me for a while. So that was my first uh, encounter with kids camp, but the second one redeemed it. It was an amazing experience. Um, and it really solidified for me the importance of kids and teens being able to go to camp. Yeah. Uh, so for me personally, I didn't have that experience as a, a kid, at least that I can recall. Uh, I did go to one, um, confirmation camp, we called it, but I don't recall. I was probably 12 years old. I don't recall much of anything of that. But what I have experienced over the last 13 years is a lot of trips we've done uh, overseas to do VBS camps with with kids. So in a way, I like to plug into that opportunity because it gives me something I hadn't experienced when I was a kid. Uh, But just to see the difference in the kids who do go to camp Uh, It's always amazing. Absolutely. So what do you think it is about the VBS or the church camp environment that makes it so special? I think it's 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 truly a relaxed atmosphere. I think that you get the kids out of their environments in which they live in, even if they come to a a local church, they're still kind of within their environment uh, environment for uh, different activities. But when you take them to a camp and you get out into nature it's just a whole different ball game for, mm-hmm. for these children. I think they, they feel more relaxed, more free, uh, and maybe they can experience something they, that they wouldn't uh, experience otherwise. Absolutely. You know, kids are so energetic and they need things to be able to burn off their energy, to be able to kind of focus them in on what's important. You know, I think about the camp that I went to, there were activities all day long, you know, from the moment you woke up till you went to bed at night and the food wasn't all that great, but that's not what you go to camp for is to eat good food. But it was the, you know, it was the swimming and it was the hiking. It was the archery. It was the, the softball and the dodgeball and the kickball and the climbing wall. And I mean, all of these different things that we had going on. But then we knew that every night 
after we got to have all this fun all day mm -hmm. and, and hang out with our group and be with our youth pastor and all of our friends, that we were going to go in and we were going to have a service. And we knew that that service, that the praise and worship was going to be amazing. We knew that we were going to hear great speakers and that God was going to do things. And I'll tell you what, it got to the place where my friends and I, we would be more excited about the the service at night than the yeah. activities during the day because God would move so powerfully in our lives. Yeah. The way we kind of orchestrated our trips where we do VBS camps is we do like the VBS and the rotations in the morning. Mm. Uh, so we'll have our Bible study and our, and our games and our craft activities and, and music. We do all those in the morning. And then the afternoon we have what we call organized free time. Uh, so where we have uh, relay races and, and games like that. And then the late afternoon is kind of free time. And then in the evening we have special times where the team gets together along with the kids and we have... Uh, we do minute to win it games and mm -hmm. we do uh, bonfires and stuff like that. Uh, so we tend to do our worships more in the, in the morning and then we do a recap. And, and mu but music is always a very important part yeah. of camps. Uh, some of my best memories of the camps that I've went to uh, as an adult, always focus around the music and, you know, being around that campfire at night and, and things like that. So I, I just I think the music, if you're a guitar player, you're in oh, yeah. as far as camp goes. So I remember um, one of the things that was most impactful for me, like you said, was, was kind of those breakout times where you, you actually get a chance to, to slow down and, and really have some deeper conversations. Yeah. And I know that some of my best relationships, some of my closest friendships were made off at camp because like, like you mentioned, we, you're away from the normal, you're away from the everyday and it's a new environment to where everybody's kind of on the same equal playing field. You know, everybody just kind of goes and, and has the opportunity to be who they are and, mm -hmm. and just experience something new together. And then having those chances, whether it be, you know, at night before you're going to sleep, laying in the bunks or, you know, it's sitting around the campfire, wherever it is that you might be really being able to discuss the experience that, that you're having. Yeah. And I think one of the cool things about camp that I've seen is that you meet new friends. Mm -hmm. So typically you're always meeting, but you're doing the things, you're meeting friends that you're doing common things with, whether, yeah. you, whether you like swimming, hiking, whatever things. So the people gravitate towards those. And then the people that, then you find things in common. So you, you meet this new boy from an, you know, another uh, town you never met before, but now all of a sudden you're, the things you like to do are the same things he likes to do. And then all of a sudden a new friendship builds based on, um, you know, those common interests where yeah. sometimes if you just hang out with your friends, you know, some friends might like to swim and you're not into that, but you end up going there because that's what your other friends do. Uh, so I think those new friendships are, are a key part of, because of that common interest, I think those are, are a key part of camp. Yeah. You know, one of the things that has become maybe more apparent to me, especially as I've, I've had children of my own and um, I'm getting a little bit older and I'm actually paying for things out of my own pocket is I think one of the biggest hindrances to kids going to camp today is cost. Yeah. You know, the, the cost of camp whenever I was younger, it was, you could go for a week for, you know, 60, 70 bucks. Well, yeah. now you go somewhere for a week, you're going to pay two, $300. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of money, especially for a family that has two or three kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of the other things that I just wanted to mention as far as one of the hindrances is that the kids are so active in, in usually these sports, yeah. these sports clubs. I think that, that was mine, but mine was by choice. It wasn't because I was part of a team that I um, had these commitments to that. Uh, but for me, it was I, 
I love playing baseball. Yeah. And so it was baseball probably seven days a week all during the summer. So I just chose not to go to camp because I would rather be playing baseball. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so I think a lot of times now with today's kids, I think cost is a part of it, and they seem to be committed to other yeah. uh, things that keeps them from going to these camps, which I uh, – Boy, summers need to be enjoyed. They don't need yep. to be scheduled. I think the more flexibility you have and the more things kids can experience, I think the better for the kids. Well, that's it such is. an important po- point, too, because summers used to be a time for kids where they could breathe a little bit and yeah. relax. And now it just seems like, you know, the schools are trying to take over the summer times with, you know, summer different activities. And, you know, kids are just so structured that they don't have that that downtime to just relax and and enjoy life and then get ready again to start up in the fall. Now it's just they might have a week or two where yeah. they can do whatever and then it's it's right back in. And a lot of sports, they're practicing every single day yeah. all throughout the summer. And, man, that's that's hard. Yeah. Well, I know one of the school districts I'm working with to try and get mission trips set up for, they say it has to be during the first week in August because that is when they – that's a no-go week. That's when the school is not allowed to schedule anything, whether it's football, you know, pre-football camps or volleyball or whatever these kids are involved in in the summer. They have one week where they just are not allowed to – the yeah. school is not allowed. And – but how many organizations or groups are trying to to get into that? To sure. Just try to get people. This is the week we have a shot at getting these kids, yeah. and it's it's probably a battle to to win those things. Too. We need a no go month where they have an entire month without scheduled activities. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That was our whole summer. Yeah, I remember I'd get out of school and I'd have nothing, and maybe do you know go out and do the tasseling. You'd have a little side sure. job or something like that. Um, but yeah, your summers were free. I yeah. mean. Yeah, just ride your bike around town all day and and do fun kid stuff. Well, you know, um, one of the one of the struggles for us as a church is we are non-denominational, and that means that we don't have the ready access that a lot of these denominational churches do to you know whether it's their statewide campground or yeah. you know it's a campsite that that everybody utilizes, and that makes it hard for us because we want to be able to send our kids to camp, but. We don't always know where to do that. Thankfully, you know, there is a, a local camp um, that Youth Hope puts on every okay. year. So we're able to send some kids, some kids to that. But we, we are on the lookout for a good local camp to be able to send the rest of our church kids to that, that want, they want to be able to go. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really had thought about that perspective. I thought you know, camp was pretty much available to, but that was always through my church, through my denomination. Right. And I'd never really thought about what do kids from other denominations yeah. do. Uh, interesting. You know, I wonder if that might be something that we could even discuss further for the mission network. Yeah. You know, being able to connect churches that are looking for camp opportunities or, you know, I mean, it, it almost it kind of goes along a little bit with that idea of a short term mission. Yeah. And I know one of the things we talked about earlier this uh, spring was doing some type of activity where we could bring kids in, even mm-hmm. if it wasn't a, a camp where you go out to a campground, but you kind of do like day trips or day camps where you bring them in. They might go home at night, but you bring them in and you, you do different activities. Maybe do a couple, uh, you know, field trips during a day and you, sure. and you go out and you serve people one day and you go out to and you have fun one day. But I think those are opportunities that the network should look into to, yeah. to kind of give more availability to, to kids and try to do it in a cost-effective way to where it's not a deterrent to kids to sure. uh, 
not be able to go to camp. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think for a lot of parents today, too, it's the fear of sending your kids somewhere that, that you don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that wasn't necessarily a concern even 20 years ago when I, whenever That's I true. was in camp. But now, man, there's just a lot of things have changed. And it is harder to let your kids go somewhere, especially if it's a distance away that you're not going to be close by, that you don't know the staff, you don't know the individuals. So I think maybe talking about that idea of having a, a day camp experience from like eight in the morning till eight in the evening, where kids do get that opportunity to go to serve. And then in the afternoons and evenings, they get to, you know, they get to go swim, they get to go play games, they get to go have fun. But then they're every night they're going home to see their parents. Yeah, That might be a better alternative. And I think it'd be more cost effective. It would become more cost effective. And I think you got facilities like this here at Word of Life to where you could create a camp-like atmosphere. You could, you know, make different areas in the church that, you know, that would be different areas that were kids could explore and, and do some fun things. It wouldn't be the same, of course, but, but you could create different, uh, opportunities for the kids to learn different things. You could have a, a nature room where they could go in and learn different things. And, sure. and then maybe in the afternoon you go out and, you know, you go to a state park and you, you kind of do some things that, yeah. so you kind of teach them about creation and how God created, you know, this, this world, this beautiful world, and maybe give them a little bit of taste of that and then take them over and have them do a uh, scavenger hunt or something like that, looking for different things that, uh, has been, God has created. So that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, uh, you've already you've got the ideas rolling around in my head right now. Yeah. So, so as we uh, as we kind of close this segment today, what what would be your encouragement to our our audience watching this about getting their kids to camp? I mean, this year it might be a little bit late to yeah. and this year to try to find something, but you know, looking forward to to next year. You know, r- this year we didn't even know if things were going to be opened up or not, so right. it's kind of like a soft opening. But next summer, hopefully, things will definitely be open and full swing again. So, what what can we say to our audience about? getting kids into these good experiences. Yeah, I think if they have an opportunity yet this year to do that is to get your kid into a camp. I think I've seen it multiple times with children. Um, now, this is typically in the country of Romania where we send kids to camp. Uh, they, they need that opportunity to get out of their normal environment and into a, a safe environment that's loving and that will uh, nurture them. Um, I think it's I think it's vitally important to the kids to do a little bit of self-discovery of their own faith and not have it just be spoon-fed to them mm-hmm. uh, to where they can go out and experience things. And I think that's what camp does more than anything. It creates an experience uh, for kids to uh, to learn about God, and they do that in a fun atmosphere and a loving atmosphere. Camp camp is vital. I mean, I I missed it as a kid. And I would do just about anything to be able to go back and, and have a true camp experience like yeah. uh, is available today. You know, I had a really great youth pastor that would use camp as a catalyst in our lives. Because, you know, it can be like anything else. It can be like going on a marriage retreat or any type of retreat where you go and you get filled up and you come back really excited. And then the, the glow wears off after a couple of days. But our youth pastor would use that camp experience as, as a catalyst. And then he would keep the keep stoking the fires throughout the year. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's an important thing as well, is that when we do send our kids to camp, that as parents and grandparents, that we're intentional, that when they get home, we use that memory of what they had at camp and that experience they had with Jesus while they were there to keep them motivated, to keep going, and to keep exploring who God is during the rest of the year. Yeah, and I think Sunday, Sunday school is a very important thing because that, that, that does some good teaching 
Uh, but the camp really allows, allows them to apply a lot of those things that they sure. learn in Sunday school um, through discussions, through relationships, through experiences. Um, yeah, so Sunday school is, is important and it needs to be done, but I think the camp experience on top of that really gives them to, a way to explore their own faith and what does this mean to me? You know, I've kind of got head knowledge. Well, what's this going to look like for me? So, in, And camp just opens up those opportunities to have discussions with uh, counselors who are there to understand uh, their situations and then friends who are in similar situations. That's it's always fun to see kids in similar situations get to know each other and, and build off those relationships and, and share some things that uh, they might not share with anybody else. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you all for um, being a part of this with us today. If uh, you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave those in the comment section. And uh, we hope that you will join us again next Thursday for a Mission Focused Life. Have a blessed day.